the first boobs I ever saw. It's a big thing in a man's life. Not being empathetic is good. I've become curious about TikTok. You don't do anything. I started using OnlyFans. The user experience has to be super smooth. Fuck it, I'll just do it. Why not? Good. All these rituals, I love it. Action. Action. Reaction. Okay. Welcome on Almost Podcast, Lottie. Hello. What did Hello. I say? I Thank just said welcome on me. Almost Podcast. Almost Podcast. <laughs> Is it almost a podcast? Almost weekend podcast. It's right, like almost yes. happening almost. right now. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Lottie, uh, welcome on Almost Weekend Podcast. We're happy to have you here. Thank More you than so happy. Thank you so much for inviting um, me. I think our listeners will be able to uncover a lot of cool stories and uh, a lot of insights into different industries. Um, other than that, we just wanted to learn how you've been for the past couple of weeks and if there is anything cool taking place recently. Yeah, so past couple of weeks I've been working on a new project. Uh, I've been trying to make a... Basically, like a new social media. That's kind of what I'm thinking about. Right. And in, is it like more an application or? It's a web application. It's a web application. Because, you know, don't want to work with the Apple uh, store. So, yeah, web application that's uh, similar to, say, Tumblr and Reddit and Patreon. If you took them all and just put them together. Right. It, it works like that in my head. <laughs> okay. Are you saying you're trying to avoid working with App Store or? Yeah. Oh, because they take a cut of everything. So like if if you want to take um, payments on your platform, it's uh, well known that the App Store takes a percentage of that. And then it's just all forever. You're having a huge percentage of your money taken away from you. Hmm. It's stupid because why not make more when you could just make it on the web and then anyone with like a laptop or a phone or a TV with connections to the internet right. could, could access your app. Do you not think, though, Instead. there are some capabilities that are only available for, like, the reason why Instagram has an app, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, like, Facebook has an app. Mm -hmm. There must be something that uh, is in the way of them just making a web application of it. Yeah, I get what you mean. It's because uh, they, they like the fact that they can open up your storage on your phone or... Like they have certain actions, but what we do with the web apps is we mimic the native apps by using UI that will bring up a menu from below as if it uh, is a like app. installed app. That's what Alex is doing with his. It's okay. uh, like Munch is completely made to mimic a app store app. Okay. Yeah, by the UI chosen. Different approach. Yeah. More. Um... But it's comfortable for users because they're used to that, like the native iPhone stuff. Um, have you ever used an application of this kind before? Yeah, I mean, um, lots of things are just web-based now mm -hmm. because I also find it annoying to download stuff from App Store. It's a, uh, Yeah, well, because yeah. you install the application, you try it, and most times it doesn't solve what you're trying. The solution's not there. Yeah. Um, you delete them or you keep them on your phone and they constantly like are in your life. Whereas in web application, you go into it knowing exactly what you need to do for me it's just the user experience has to be super smooth right so if you are like data wise uploading downloading mm. uh, interacting with content the user shouldn't have the um, problems of web app being because it's a web app you know what i'm saying yeah that's right you don't yeah. want to have them have those issues when they're using it 
do you know that like it, it the statistic is something like people download zero apps a month i think that's what it was really that, yeah there's that another low. reason because it, it's such a big deal to go through an app store and to go on and make like download that app and then to keep on that app it's like a big thing you're asking for your customers mm. to do yeah much easier if you just ask them to go to a url it, absolutely yeah. so win-win but <laughs> the big benefit of having an app in your phone right is that the user is always available to you yeah that means you can push notifications yeah, to them you grow engagement like tiktok right i'm the type of person who's not on tiktok mm-hmm. and um i've become curious about tiktok yeah and like i actually downloaded it into my phone and it keeps sending you these like psycho messages mm. <laughs> like dude you should totally check this out or like creepy little notifications oh. until you actually sign up yeah i was learning the other day that's because it subscribes you to certain people's content so it's like the way that works is as soon as say you subscribe to justin bieber in the um they, they will make sure that they send a notification to your phone on the moment that he posts something anything and that yeah they've like set up those subscriptions for you so you're more oh like a youtube bell yeah Um, that kind of thing without your permission you haven't even opened the app yet you haven't even registered i I always get (laughs) mrs sexy butt has posted a new video it's like this hot girl i was looking at for glutes but i do always click it i mean why not yeah i know (laughs) <laughs> content like that is uh, just s- such an easy it dopamine works. rush right? Th- they know what i like it's yeah <laughs> it's annoying but it's true <laughs> there is there is a statistic actually that um i don't know about female statistics but in guys that if guys look at breasts during their life their life expectancy is higher how that is like i'm always <laughs> like, skeptical don't all of guys look at breasts from the beginning if they were like breastfed like, right like, yes no. yes it's a big thing in a man's life <laughs> yeah it, it is. is. It's super it big. Boobs are oh, big, important thing. I know. Yeah. Like, I don't want to talk about it in depth, <laughs> but I still remember. Like, the memories <laughs> are still there. <laughs> the first boobs I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, uh, in the relation to um, the web-based applications and okay. TikTok, you probably know about it. There is this porn web that works as TikTok does. Uh-huh. And it's only web-based application. Mm-hmm. So you basically, you don't log in. You don't do anything. Just go to this web page and okay. you start scrolling. It's a website. It's like a website, but it's built it's like as YouTube. TikTok is. I haven't seen that. So it's just I porn, thought you showed it to me, no? <laughs> Someone else then did. Or I discovered it myself. <laughs> yeah. assuming anything about porn came from me. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, no. Must no indications. <laughs> no indications of that. But uh, <laughs> no, literally, the thing about this, the website is you go there. And okay. it functions as a web application, more importantly, as TikTok. Literally, okay. the user interface, everything. And it gets to know your kinks and everything? Yeah, like, you keep swiping. And That's there are, like, cool. these, like, reels or, mm-hmm. like, TikToks or shorts, as okay. YouTube calls it, okay. of, like, porn content. Yeah. Makes sense. And it's weird. I mean, wow. it makes sense. It's an extra fetish. Yeah. There is a new direction to digital fetishes. You don't even have which to is look short up video. a category anymore. It's also yeah. like, um, I mean, I didn't want to focus this whole thing about about this industry, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> Inevitably. But it just happens anyway. It just anyway. unravels anyway. Um, um, short content has always been present. People do best off, right? And it's the same idea. Like with TikTok, you are getting a best of moments. The highlight, the because, absolute... Because yeah boiled digest down. yeah of what's the gist of what's going the on extract 
Yeah. Extract, 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 extract. Extract. It's like memes, and then the quickest way to learn is yeah. like short videos, right? That's the true. Way too. The shortest tension spans of people today. It's horrendous now. You have to capture people within the first five seconds of a video, otherwise they will not watch your video. It got me always wondering in relation to that, how do you develop a modern like digital brand if you're trying to really communicate a more sophisticated message? So say you're working on something, I don't know, maybe like cosmetics or pharmaceuticals is too sophisticated. Yeah. But if you are an independent small business owner and you're trying to instantly communicate a message and you're working on branding, mm -hmm. like, come on, we all have to agree that all those generic um, logo designs are out there. The clean look uh, is kind of out. They're just, you know, they're not going to work. Yeah. People like uh, a face to look to. Mm. Well, you, you mentioned cosmetics, but that can work with this uh, a cute girl with a TikTok account promoting your stuff. That Just does trying work. out all of your stuff. Well, yeah, like looking into how to get viral on TikTok, it's kind of, you need a few things, a hot girl and just content to pump out every day. And that's it. Um, I think personal branding is a lot to mm -hmm. say about these days because yeah. unless you, you're not always going to be a 15 year old, 16 year old girl on TikTok and like, or you, yeah, you know, it can be a 25 year old <laughs> girl on TikTok. Yeah, fair enough, but you might not be. And men's psychology, other ways. Men's psychology mm. just, just, just doesn't change over time, no, unfortunately. it's never changed. <laughs> so, yeah, but you th don't you think that like at some point you kind of get the point, you get overfed this content? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you must think there you. comes a point where you have seen everything. The, the issue that comes out of it yeah. is that you're comparing people around you in your life to, to the people that. that you've seen online, right? Yeah, it and, can become hard. And that's literally their whole life is just getting Looking there to that good. moment yeah it's hard you shouldn't compare yourself to these people because why oh be, well like a fitness model or anything or any For of these example, hot girls yeah, yeah they spend their whole day getting ready they spend all their money on looking good like be, because it's their hustle that's their thing like that their thing is looking good but you shouldn't compare yourself to them because they they are in the gym every day because they have to upkeep that kind of thing right you think of someone like bella hadid who's like a supermodel like, do you think it's easy to be that thin? No, it's a full-time job to be that thin. It's that's. I mean, that's if you it, have chefs, chefs available to you. Yeah. I'm yeah, pretty sure there, there, level, there are I solutions guess. where you are enjoying your life while you're doing yeah. it. You know, well, I mean, it's about getting to the place where you really can have all of that complete what, package. What I, want to, what I want to add, it feels like on the one hand side, you shouldn't be comparing yourself to all those super successful people, or at least the way they present themselves as being yeah. super successful. But on the other hand side, there is this bit to the story that says it's possible. Yeah, they work out 24 seven. They yeah. look ridiculously photoshopped. They invest yeah. a lot of money into PR, marketing, whatever it is, but there is still a way to look so like actually and <laughs> You know, oh, there is nothing wrong with being just clean and looking after yourself. That's oh. that's why we. Yeah. But we're but talking about extremely yeah. attractive appearances, like almost like. I think the philosophy behind this is that appearances are not necessarily how things are in their personal life, and mm. when you become part of that life, you take all of that with you. You mm. can't have one or another, right? So you have to take the situation with a bit of grain. But if you have your face out there and everyone knows who you are life mm -hmm. changes for you i guess right in many ways yeah. and some people are ready for it some people are not ready for it yeah yeah you can become super egotistical right like 
don't know. Narcissistic. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it has to be in control, right? But what I th I think what you are, David, saying is that instead of comparing yourself to these people, you can motivate yourself to be more like them with certain choices. Yeah. That's how I look at it. That's mm. right. Well, they can, yeah, they can inspire you. Well, they influence you. I mean, exactly. This is to, to be a better you. Yeah. 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 That's the influence is I that like you take inspiration. <laughs> true. It just got me thinking. Yeah. No, it's very true. Um, at the end of the day, they, we've gone too deep. Yeah, we've gone too deep. I just got thinking about influence and how people are. I'm getting a feeling that the best thing that has helped me so far to do anything and achieve whatever I have achieved by my small means is ignoring motivation mm -hmm. in its core essence, focusing on habit and ensuring the things I'm doing like really on the subconscious level, like really into habit mode. Yeah. Like as, as if I'm, habits. yeah, as if I'm almost like doing this, I'm like, oh, yeah. I didn't have my cigarette, but instead of a cigarette, like really focusing on something that matters, yeah. but it's difficult to trick your mind. I see it as constant upgrading of oneself yeah. and mm. then it makes you able to achieve these crazy ideas that you have that you want to make. Like every day I make the vow to be a tiny bit better than yeah. yesterday. And if, as long as I've achieved that, I've achieved something today. Cool. It's optimization constantly of your yeah. like personality. Yeah, because if you're not keep going forward and you're just happy with who you are now, it's like. Would you say are some of the most crucial uh, habits that you have learned lately? Really understanding that. Um, two things. First thing is understanding that making a choice is a skill. And really being able to decide on something as a skill. I think as a mm -hmm. kid, I was a bit taken away from that, um, you know, mm -hmm. perk because I couldn't really choose much or it, I could, I could actually, but it wasn't like given freely. It wasn't like I was supported in my choice. It was mm -hmm. like, th that's fine. Your choice is okay. But how about you better focus on this? Like this makes more of direction. Yeah, yeah. Too, too, too much direction. It's almost like having a Siri in, mm -hmm. in my decision making yeah. and this is not very healthy uh -huh. so i think being really uh, bold about making decisions and trying to find my why is a second thing anything i'm doing right now i always have this like why explanation behind it mm -hmm. almost like the reason why i'm doing it and it's That's my true. personal why like even us starting a project yeah we spoke about it a couple of times mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's clear yeah, that not necessarily our whys are the mm -hmm. same yeah but each of us has their own why. Yeah, It's becoming too it's academic true. maybe or scientific, but I'm trying to say this, like making decision-making a skill that is a habit in a way. Yeah. And second thing is finding your why mm. for me. What about you, Lottie? A habit that has impressed you lately. Uh, the, main, the main habit that always gets me is just not giving up. It doesn't matter what it is mm. that you go out and do. I've tried a couple of different things. I tried like video editing, I gave up. I tried 3D, I gave up. And then eventually, I don't know, you just, you find that you're more mad at yourself for not completing something at least, at least sticking with something to fruition. So yeah, not giving up so, even when it gets tough <laughs> is yeah. the main thing. I mean, this is where this fine line comes, right? Where your passion for the thing that you're doing should yeah. overwhelm that struggle. And you're like, even though I know now that it's not the easy thing that I thought it was, 
am I still motivated to complete it? Yeah. Or can I do something better yeah. with my the time? The motivation has to be more than money. I mean, when I was For trying sure. to learn how to do trading, it was strictly just, oh, I can make money out of this. It's quite fun. I don't have to care too much. And it, it turned out that's not the right motivation at all. The motivation, yeah. as you guys said, should be from the heart somewhere and it's really personal to you. Like, I actually found that there's a, a pattern with every everybody I've met, um, I'm finding. The things that we find interesting are actually in the same sort of field. Mm -hmm. For example, maybe you like teaching and you've, you've done some teaching in the past and you thought, oh, maybe I'll do a course in the future. Maybe I'll do this. And it turns out overall you like teaching. That's kind of what you mm. like to do. Um, or you, I don't know, you like connecting businesses and customers together. I don't know, whatever it is, you will keep trying different things. And is, if you can look back on all of the different things you tried in your life, you can actually find a pattern and go, oh, yeah. hang on, the actual thing that I like doing is connecting with people. Mm -hmm. So maybe what I should do is focus on that, not these separate different subjects, but the core thing that you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of... Okay, so shall we get Lottie to introduce herself? Yes, we should finally. Lottie, would you be so kind to tell us about yourself? It's about time. How much? You want to hear the whole story? <laughs> I'm Lottie. I am 24 years old. I am a student, a junior software developer. Um, I'm learning how to build apps. And I've had a chaotic life before now, but, <laughs> but I now have everything sort of coming together so sounds like a success that's a story. sort of quick version of who i who i am but this is exactly why we want our listeners to get an insight from your life and to yeah. learn from you because we believe that you have a lot to offer um in terms of your learning curve as such and also from your life story so i don't know where do we start but uh it would be great if you could start tell the beginning or yeah. i don't know the day you were born <laughs> i think we should start in wales where the back story in started. wales okay um, so well i grew up in wales um that's sort of it. What, are, what are your memories about like do you remember the more city life or more fields and like greenery because when i visited yeah. wales it was just the landscape was incredible yeah i remember i i lived in the middle of a city but I always walked every day through the Landa fields. Uh, they were a big park and there was like stables and big, big fields. And that was like, that was my favorite time. I would always get lost in those fields or like go into the little forests they have there. Yeah. But I also went to Brecon Beacon sometimes. They are the really big hills that Wales is famous for. Mm. And uh, as a child, were you allowed to explore all those places yourself? I was pretty like, yeah, as long as I was as long as I was home before like proper dark. Yeah, I I could just go. I used to take the dog. We had a little cocker spaniel called Willoughby. My mom <laughs> liked the posh names Willoughby. Um, but yes, um, that was Willow, and I used to go running with her. And then we we'd either run down to the boat club, which was eight miles away, and I did that sometimes. Like I was nuts when I was little, but I just wanted to be away from the house. <laughs> Would so, you say you were hyperactive? I mean, 
not not really it's more like I, I had a lot of stress so I needed to get gone somehow so I guess I guess yeah like it just helped me get my mind off everything and things okay so, exploring yeah and just I loved getting lost in in the woods and going over like a log that had fallen over over a stream and I don't know the excitement of exploring new places mm. it was very exciting to me now it's not a very big area if I looked at it now but yeah I used to do that do you still enjoy exploring the outside? I haven't been in a long time, but I'm sure I would enjoy it. Like, who wouldn't? Sure. Should go on a trip. I used to like to pretend yeah. I was Lara Croft. I don't know if you know. <laughs> of Tomb Raider. Who does not? And I'd Lara? go on like missions and stuff on my own. I, was, I basically spent a lot of my childhood alone. Like, that's kind of weird, but yeah. I just made my own fun, I guess. Does that connect to you um, being a nomad? Do you think that yeah. has a connection to that experience? The the reason, the main reason I'm a nomad is actually because I can't work in a team. Mm -hmm. I suck at working in a team. I have to be the best person there. I, or I've been fired from like every job I've done pretty much because, but mainly because I didn't get on with the team. I used to think that like jobs were about being really good at what you came there to do. Like say if it's a cocktail bartender, you gotta be like just really good at doing that. And it's not true. Like you got to get along with everybody. Mm. And I, I I don't innately have that ability, mm -hmm. probably because I didn't socialize enough as a kid. So, yeah. So I realized actually that I have to be my own boss. There's no other way. Mm -hmm. like, it's just my personality type. And I'm, I'm just going to roll with it because why not? Sounds fun. I hate listening to orders. <laughs> uh, tell me one thing. You're saying, well, there is a reason for that that is coming from somewhere down there uh, that you're not... Uh, we don't feel necessarily being the best team player. Uh, mm. Do you think there are like other? What are the indicators of that? Is that because you're not In me? Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. Is like anytime somebody gives you an order, you will be like no, or do you judge others' work, or? Um, I don't know. You could almost call me a bit sociopathic. I'm just not empathetic. Uh, mm. I would tell you the main thing that was a struggle when I was tr working in face munch for a little bit and like someone would say an idea and I'd be like, no, that's a terrible idea. We're not going to do that. And I didn't realize you're not supposed to say that. You're supposed mm. to say something more like, hmm, I like this is a good good notion we should explore that next term i feel but but not today and you're supposed to like see this bullshit and i don't know how to do right, it so yeah. i'm just too direct and too like no being like political yeah, yeah yeah and so yeah i'm i was too up myself to be honest mm -hmm. i if i'm really like i felt like i deserved to be listened to and i realize now that i have to actually work to earn the respect of people to then be listened to yep. in the way and to do this i have to build my own business and be the boss and prove it. That's kind of what I feel I have to do, my journey. <laughs> David, you like working for people, right? If I like working for people, I like definitely working with people. <laughs> I think my biggest challenges so far doing any kind of job mm -hmm. um, project or something I'm striving towards to is doing it by myself. Yeah. I always feel like there is someone more competent or that I always need some help although it's not always true but kickstarting all the projects that I ever kickstarted always involved team members it has pros and cons mm -hmm. for sure I feel like it helped me to get like um, communication is way better now um, giving 
commands, giving orders, receiving feedback, all of those super important things is definitely like soft skills. It's not like hard skills. Um, but if you look at it differently, you realize no big projects are being done by one person. Mm-hmm. Even if they are, if you want to scale something, you need a team. Not necessarily a team of professionals, which would be ideal, but specifically a team of people who you can inspire and really prove them the point that something we're working towards to is really worth exploring or it will yield, etc. I don't know if you share the same opinion, but... I wanted to ask you whether you felt that the way that you work in groups reflects the way that you were brought up. So, like, I remember you said that you felt the need for direction Mm -hmm. and you, you feel the need to work with people. And maybe, yeah. do you think this is a reflection on the way that you grew up? Maybe you had people give you a lot of directions that you were supposed to follow and you, you kind of learned that, yeah. do you think? I think as well, as we talked about it previously, it's a matter of habit mm. of listening to people believing they are more competent or they have more knowledge about certain domain. And this prevented me from being more risky and more explorative and... Mm again it has its pros it has its cons so it's like both but definitely it has to do with the way i was brought up it was the way because just uh a small insight into my life i was my parents got divorced when i was i don't know when i was like five six whatever and i always lived with my mom Mm -hmm. and then i had my sister there up certain age and i was always surrounded by females so I, i think it had a major influence on how I treat people and how I treat things and how I treat business or like a, a lot of like feminine vibe in me for More sure. More empathetic, mm-hmm. you'd say, right. And this is one of the reasons mm-hmm. why I didn't have, literally like I didn't have balls sometimes to make a decision. Mm-hmm. So, but on the other hand side, being empathetic, I don't think it's a bad skill or a, a bad mm-hmm. like you got the opposite thing to me like you're Mm. very you're able to connect with people i i don't deep in me i don't this i I don't see the value in making those connections with work colleagues and Mm. that's like a thing that but i see that you are open to making these connections with everybody and that's what makes this flow for you you know used to be deviating i'm getting back to trying to be more like I don't want to say buzzwords like being military, but like being more to the point, being more direct, being more demanding sometimes because this is what yeah. yields. This it's a good is... mix of both because you don't want to be trodden on if you're too empathetic or too like trying to make everybody happy, caring about what everybody says. Like, you know, it's going to affect the way that you work. Yeah, exactly. And people might not. Uh, we had this conversation last time as well. This topic keeps coming up about mm-hmm. personality types. Oh, yeah. Have you ever done a personality type test? Last time I did it, I found out I was a sociopath, so I don't know. No, it's a different personality type (laughs) test. (laughs) It doesn't say that for sure, so I'm not sure. This one is more, it tells you like what your your, um, strong sides are. Like the I-N-T. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Yeah, found out I was a, I don't know. It was like a drawing of a scientist lady. Okay. I don't know what that meant, <laughs> I, but but I know that I'm very I know I'm very logical, kind of autistic about things. It's mm. kind of okay. inbuilt. There's things you can't change about your fundamental personality. It's no, just yeah, it's always sure. going to come through. But this is why it's such an interesting concept to explore, right? Because when you meet the different personalities and see how they interact, for example, right, um, that in a way um, 
increases your ability to interact with other people mm-hmm. because i think like empathy is a skill that i sometimes had to learn it, it was i had very confused radars at some point in my life radars like i didn't understand the information that was happening like i saw the situation but i wouldn't understand the situation oh so something was communicated to you and you wouldn't like really grasp the idea of what was trying to be said or or i felt there were more levels to it that i didn't understand at the time was it true on an emotional level like it was hard for me to read emotional yeah. vibes of people i see but sometimes it's good sometimes not like not being empathetic is good because if you are and i used to be very empathetic I feel like you'll lose yourself in other situations mm-hmm. and other problems. Yeah. And this is dragging you down, it really does. You have to be able to just say no sometimes to... I don't want to exaggerate, but you don't have to listen to everyone's problem. Of course. You need to be a bit selfish. Like le- right. Learning to be selfish in the right kind of way. I mean, prioritizing yourself is like... It's very important because it's only you that's going to be there when you die. I, I kind of think about that. Not, like, not even when you die. Listen, I broke a leg not too long ago. And literally, you will find out who your friends are when you do that. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like maybe we can jump from childhood memories, which we started with, to um, recovery process in your life. How did you become sure. interested in software design development? How did it... Um, out of all things you said you liked and didn't have enough courage to continue doing, why did, was that the thing that stuck with you? Well, of course, first I have to mention Alex, my lovely partner who got me into the tech world. I, he showed me how cool it was. Like, really. He, he showed me that you could do anything that you wanted and that beat every other topic that there was. Like, I don't know video editing you're kind of stuck with trying to be entertaining or working for people or whatever it doesn't really give you any tools to change the world in a way but like i don't know tech just gives you the ability to just go yep let's build a new OnlyFans. why not Mm. and we tried like but that was fun it was like an adventure but because all of this stuff is free it's all of this stuff online is like there's so many tutorials there's so much just code to take from someone else's project as well and put it into something different. Like, it's magic. It's literal magic building things. And I don't know. It, learning how the applications work as well that we use every day is very important, yeah. I think. Because there are a lot of loopholes that we might not even realize. Shortcuts, most importantly. Well, I'm all about shortcuts. We, we have the <laughs> shortcut in our brain of like believing that instagram is magic like i did i did when when i first used instagram or OnlyFans, any of these things we we don't like to think about how this thing really works we're just like why won't it just send my image and why won't it send it now like (laughs) but learning how that's that is all orchestrated together as a huge network of computers and servers and services like it's crazy how it all works it's like as intricate as the human body is once you start looking into how this whole thing operates we're slowly approaching uh the end of our podcast and as a closing part number three we'd like to ask Lottie some questions and why do i sound so weird <laughs> i like it <laughs> mysterious vibe um Lottie, we obviously know quite a bit about you 
Mm-hmm. And uh, the question we wanted to bring up with Ilya has to do with OnlyFans, since it's something that we already talked about. It has to do with technology, but also it has to do with how things were changed. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember OnlyFans becoming like very, very popular uh, during the times of Corona. Of so when COVID hit, it became the replacement for many. Um, yeah. All the tech stocks went up during Corona. All the what? Tech stocks, tech companies. Oh, tech stocks, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was pretty crazy, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. but consumer habits changed a bit. And so... It was a bit nuts when it happened. Right? Yeah, I couldn't believe it. it girls I had seen from school or like, not many, but like suddenly were doing OnlyFans. But what's so crazy is OnlyFans, for some reason, doesn't doesn't see seem to be porn to these mm. creators. They don't really, some don't class it like that. They don't realize that having an OnlyFans account means you stepped into the porn, in, well, the sex industry. Mm-hmm. And and now you're in it. And now it's like, okay, you've established you'll do nude things for money. Where will you go next with that? And it's very easy to go down the slope of doing something different. But I did not start with OnlyFans. I kind of added that to the stripping. You that added I was it. Doing. Yeah, so like I, I used to be, um, first I was a waitress in a strip club because uh, I was excited about the whole adult world. And I was very, I don't know, I'm very excited to be a part of it. So I was waitressing and watching the strippers work in Cardiff. And uh, and then I started stripping. Yeah, and then it's just, I don't know, you've got a lot of time between customers coming in. It's a lot of time you're sitting around doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So uh, later on in my stripping career, I, when I was working in Bristol, I started using OnlyFans in that free time. In that free time, I would just go to the loo, I'd take some pictures of myself, some reason I did pissing videos as well. I I don't know. Were was those just, I, popular? I weird. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of didn't because it didn't mean anything to me. To like, oh sure, I'll film myself peeing. It doesn't matter to me. Like because you don't really understand the weird kinks and stuff. Like you're just like fuck it. I'll just do it. Why not? And yeah, so I kind of did almost everything. I had some limits, but. I don't know, like I say, as soon as you start accepting money for that kind of stuff, you start considering doing other things um, do for you more. Feel, do you feel like um, it gave people the control that they lacked before? Because they they had the choices kind of like, and it was a safe environment because you're only posting one way, right? You, you're not having to be in the environment with the people who are watching you. Well, that's right. So you mean for the porn industry, how it's changed for that? Like, yeah, yeah you can be the boss of your own content now Mm. i think that's really cool for porn stars so i mean background on that so i i mentioned i did stripping and then uh then i did escorting because i got really lazy and then i went into porn Mm -hmm. and so when i when i went into porn um like i didn't realize that you earn this tiny percentage of money that the that actual film is going to make because it's going to get marketed out there and sold on many different websites and uh, like you earn this weeny amount that you got for that day bullshit so OnlyFans is really cool for porn stars because then they can just do shoots with people that they want to shoot with that's a big thing right like when when i would go to porn sets i mean you're not even told who is going to be there this is actually to prevent 
relationships in the porn industry it's very small and they don't want people to start fucking each other like actually like in love doing that no way so <laughs> they, they they literally leave it up to surprise so like i remember i came to prague for a uh a gangbang shoot i thought it was gonna be three guys and it's four guys and they're all old except for one but like i don't know you, you get no choice and it's rubbish and on only fans you can fuck your boyfriend and get paid for it cool However, it's a lazy girl thing. There is a paradox with OnlyFans, if you don't mind me continuing. Of course, go for it. So OnlyFans is a bit of a weird thing because when you're in the sex industry, you don't want to work. I'm sorry to say this, but you're in the sex industry because you're lazy. And like, look, I look, I know some people run it like a proper business. There's some individuals that look at it like that, but majority of girls that are in this industry are in it because it's easy. OnlyFans makes you bloody work. You have to update that stream. People ex expect something from you. Porn was okay because you could turn up to set and you knew what was expected of you. Then you walk home, you get paid, whatever. But OnlyFans, you you get really up yourself. You think I'm with I'm with this, but they're just paying me because I exist, and you know they they just worship me or something. You start thinking these stupid shit when really. They are paying for your content. They're paying for you to be a, a business person. And that's not what you're into when you're doing OnlyFans. What was the last thing you said about OnlyFans? Is that like they, they perceive it as a business? Well, they don't perceive it as a business. Right. The problem. majority doesn't. Yeah. The majority doesn't. But then, See, it's a lifestyle business. Right, that's, lifestyle it's a business. weird... Yeah. Content creation, basically. Yeah, but it's half-assed content creation. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. What I wanted to actually say is for me, who has worked for, for example, for a music distribution company, it feels almost like this streaming revolution, right? So before yeah. that, you had record labels who were in charge of major music acts and who were in control of all these bands and they had the right. Who's going to be out there? Who's going to be making an, on radio or who's going to be performing on next Coachella or whatever? Yeah. Today is like, you make a viral TikTok hit and you're out there. Same kind of goes and you're entitled to receive your royalties, right? They're trying right. to liberalize and make it better for creators. Same thing goes for OnlyFans, right? It's like almost all these digital dimensions are going into one way. Like, I don't know how sort correct of, my... But you don't really own your content at all. Like, it's not like you have rights to what you've made. It's like... In a traditional business. Yeah. And in OnlyFans, on OnlyFans? It's just, yeah, you you post stuff and people will just subscribe for a month and yeah. download everything and then be gone. But that, yeah, that's but the way that works. Do you own the content though? Can no. you then sue them if they post it? No. You don't own Jesus, OnlyFans content? Sue people for this? No, that's not how that works. It, sure. Isn't that just right? No, content? it's not yours. It's not, it, it doesn't belong to you you posted it on a public platform even if it was in a private feed that's not yours anymore and it like i will never get my porn taken down never it because it doesn't belong to me because like when you click the i accept terms and conditions in OnlyFans, same thing as writing the um before a porn shoot you have to write your yes i'm not i'm sober and okay yeah. i consent to this your terms and conditions yeah yeah. Yeah. this this video is. clip is yours forever that's what you're saying yeah yeah you don't earn, yeah, they don't you say don't that own shit that's why <laughs> nfts for porn was a good idea and that's interesting but i wouldn't bother 
Do you think there are any major key takeaways of those who are thinking of getting into that? Um, better say, if you'd have to give them the insight yeah. and list pros and cons, advice? what would you mention? Like advice. Uh, I, I've given people advice on this. Like, you know, if you're a pretty girl, you're going to think, hmm, maybe, maybe I could take some pictures of my ass and make money. Why not? Um, I get it. But I would say, please don't. I, I would, every time I would say, don't, I, you gotta be fucking crazy to be okay with doing it. Like as in psycho to be fine with doing it, but still you won't be okay with doing it. It's a slippery slope into something. Like I told you, once you start selling things that are because of your body, you start thinking maybe I could sell more things of my body. Maybe, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe I could do a bit more. And then Everyone's in your DMs all the time. Oh, I'll fly you out or will you suck my dick for this amount of money? Whatever. And eventually you can end up just unfortunately making, doing it once and then thinking, okay, I'm fine with being an escort now. Why not? It's a new me. I'm, I'm mm. cool with that. And it's crazy because I used to have very, very strict boundaries. When I was a stripper, I was like, I never let men touch me. I never, I'd never let them do that. I'd never be an escort. Fuck those people. Like, yeah, like that's what the, how those strippers would talk about escorts, and then you end up being one when, it, like, before you realize it. Like, I don't know. I did I it see. once. Interesting, but it also got me thinking: isn't it the same with, sort of, say, traditional jobs? Like, in a way, I know that you don't give up your body, you don't give up your privacy, maybe to a certain extent, but you're still being used for something that you have, which is either your ability to carry stuff, your ability to think, your ability to design, your ability to engineer. Yeah. Maybe you achieve certain freedom. With your ability to suck dick. <laughs> um, look, it, I, I don't want to pair it with other jobs. I understand right. that people say sex work is work, but that's a big implication. I was watching a podcast this morning about this actually while I was working out. It was about how, like, if you start saying sex work is work, this means that men are going to see women in other workplaces and say, mm. sex work is work, so why don't you suck my dick and you can get a pay raise. Right. It's if like, sex work is legit work, that's okay. Right. It's like legitimizing I, that. I hate that it's like, I don't know. I, I used to have this idea when I came out of the porn industry that I really wanted to bring it down. I wanted to break the whole porn industry somehow and expose the terrible things that are going on. Yeah. But what I found out is unfortunately, girls want to go into it and I can't stop that. But what I can do is give advice, like you're asking what I tell someone that wanted an OnlyFans, I just say, yeah, please don't. Please don't go into that world. But they'll do it anyway because girls, I don't know. Still lucrative, It's huh? exciting, isn't it? I was curious, did you have like a porn industry highlight when you were like just high being on set? Like <laughs> Once, yeah. It was actually that gangbang that I told you about with the old guys and the one young guy. It was actually pretty good. Like, I, I, I even I complained, but like, okay. I'll tell you something funny. Um, when I came to that set, I didn't realize that this was the one studio that did just anal, just anal. I came there thinking it would be normal sex, like, you know. So, and they all I laughed at me when I came. And I said, I said in the, the morning of my shoot, I came late. And then I was like, are we doing vagina or, you know, butt stuff? And they all pissed laughing. And they were like, are you serious? Yeah, it's going to be two hours of getting fucked in the ass. <laughs> 
but they but, didn't warn but you about it. you asked if it was a highlight and it was like i enjoyed it like i actually had fun because i never had a gangbang before my first gangbang was like a really crazy rough thing but the experience was fun i was like watching it i don't know i i kind of i had a bad relationship with sex at the time and i could kind of disassociate and like look at it for what it was like well that's how you get through sex work anyway you disassociate and look i don't know because can it's you too much. elaborate on that because this is a very interesting part oh this is it. mainly about escorting um there is no way to do the job unless you blackout while it's happening and then uh you're just like okay i'll just do this i'll just do this you forget about it and i've forgotten about a lot of the things luckily is it difficult to forget i remember the worst ones and it makes me sad sometimes like i, I cry about it i never you know like i never thought i'd have a future to cry about it in so like mm. i was just like fuck it we're just gonna go we're just gonna, gonna do all the bad things all the bad things that everybody told me not to do i'm gonna do everything i'm gonna get the neck tattoo i'm gonna go do the sex work i'm gonna do the stupid shit yeah because i didn't i didn't plan and now i have to live with it and it's the worst thing the worst the worst 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 thing i've realized the thing that stays with you is the fact that you did that to yourself yep. no one forced you. you you could tell yourself this little lie whatever i used to tell myself this little lie that like spell my childhood and how i was brought up and blah, blah 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 blame it on this blame it on that whatever you fucking did it to yourself you put it you put yourself online you suck that guy's dick for money like you gotta live with that and that's the worst thing but a few words in your support is that I don't know how you expected it to turn differently because you were trying... No, what I'm trying to <laughs> no, say no, is... No, no, no. <laughs> We've established I was an idiot, no, okay? No, no. <laughs> no, what I'm trying to say is that how do you expect something to turn a certain way unless you tried it and unless you went through it? It's mm. like... I know this is an extreme example when you kind of know what's about to happen, but you don't mm. know really the attitude, the, you know, the environment, the things. Yeah. So... It's just like you try it and then you see it yourself. So this is what I'm, it's just like what I'm trying to find is are the words of support and trying to excuse what has happened, but it's happening every day. And so this is exactly why we wanted you to uncover this story and maybe like support others and tell them, hey, listen, there are different ways. And I think, yeah, I, I mean, I really, I'm, I really want to fight for girls and trying to learn new things. Like, If you told me when, when I was doing porn, like, by the way, you'll be building applications in your future, I would have been like, fuck off. No mm. way. I'm, I'm not capable of that. Because when you're in the industry, you give yourself this mindset of what you're worth. And, like, th something I wish I could give to people is, like, don't look at yourself for who you are now. Don't put a label on it. Don't say, I'm Lottie the stripper. I'm Lottie the porn star, whatever. Because you'll live through that. It's like it's like you live your own character life like that. Because we want to put ourselves in a box. But it's very important like just to keep going and to keep keep trying at whatever excites you in life. That's what I go for. If it excites me a bit, I'll go towards it. Well, Lottie, maybe one request from my and I hope Ilya's side as well. Um, just some words of wisdom and some advice for anyone you feel like sharing with. Okay, I'll tell you about getting out of depression. 
because like that's what I got out of because of course everything that I'd done to myself I was sure I wanted to kill myself like I was sure like um before I came to Prague and like the advice I give is like try not to lean into those thoughts it can be very easy to be in a circle jerk of oh I'm depressed, I'm sad, I'm just going to spend the whole time crying about it and crying about all the mistakes I've made. Oh, God, I'm such a terrible person. And, you know, and you could cry about that forever. I really could. Like, there's so much to cry about. But honestly, it's so boring. It's so boring crying it's all really, the time. It's really good to see you smile, actually. I, you have a nice smile. You thank you. I, I just... I've learned what happiness is. Happiness is, I mentioned before, constant self-improvement. And realizing that, like, yeah, past don't matter. Whatever it is, whatever your past is, doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter to anyone. Everyone's so self-obsessed anyway. Like, who cares what your past was? Just keep going for you, for yeah. no one else, for you. Yeah. For you and your little reality. This is all you get in our, in our little metaverse of life. We, we get just this. And I'm going to enjoy it. That's it. Cool. Thank you very much. Lottie, thank you very much for joining Coming. us. And keep learning things. Coming to Almost Weekend and we hope to see you more. That'd be Have great. a nice weekend. You guys too. Weekend, let's go out. It's yes, weekend. Let's oh, go. wait, wait, before we do it, it's a night out announcement. Basically, what we do is uh, we're taking our guests out. And tonight, I hope we'll still have energy and capacities to get drunk and have some fun outside in Prague. All thank right. you very much for watching. Lottie, thank you again. Thank you, guys. Ilya, nice to see you as always, guys.